Hello, good humans. It's me, Amanda. Welcome back to Self with Amanda. On this podcast, I share ideas, experiences, and have conversations to explore the self. By developing our own self-awareness, we can better show up for ourselves and those around us and hopefully all live happier, healthier, and more purposeful lives. Today's episode is about dating people for their potential. What do I mean when I say dating people for their potential? Well, by that I mean being drawn to people, not for who they are, but who we believe they could become. Now, I'm going to be the first to put my hand up and say I have 100% been there, done that, bought the t-shirt multiple times. And I think in the past, I would have told myself, convinced myself rather, that it came from a place of optimism, of hope, of being able to see good in people. You know, it's such a wonderful thing to be able to see potential in other people, to see the path of growth that they are embarking on um, and to be a part of that journey. And for sure, I do believe that a part of that is involved, right? There is a part of us that is very optimistic and hopeful and I definitely don't discount that. But the reality is there's a lot more underneath the surface than just mere optimism and hope. Dating people for their potential starts with, you know, from this place of optimism. We see qualities in our partner that hint at some kind of promising future, whether that's their ambition, their drive, their motivation, their intelligence, their kindness, their adventurous spirit, their playfulness, whatever it is that you see in them, we're often captivated by these qualities and then we start imagining all the possibilities of what that could potentially mean for a life with us. What we also see though is all the potential then that could that they could become right? We see all these possibilities. It's, it's like a great underdog story. Beneath all of that, there's this delicate balance between encouragement and expectation. There is a big difference between an individual seeing themselves, seeing their own potential, setting their own goals, having a vision for their path and their growth, and then what we might see instead the picture that we place upon them. One of the reasons I believe we do this, dating people for their potential, is first of all, projecting our own desires onto our partner. What I mean by that is I've done this in the past where I have created a vision for a future of me and a partner and then completely overlooked the reality of who the person before me was, who they are in the present moment, and instead go, okay, here's a picture of where I see us, and I'm going to project that onto you. And this totally sets the stage for disappointment. It sets the stage for resentment, and 
ultimately it just leads to expectations not being met. It's also not fair on a person, on any person, our romantic partner or not, for us to project these expectations of what they are to become on them. What I believe is when we do this, when we do this thing of looking and seeing the potential of what someone could be, what we ultimately see is what we would do if we were them and had those abilities, skills, their drive, whatever it is, right? And so what we're really doing is projecting our own potential onto another person and saying, you are capable of this ultimately because I am capable of this, because I see that if that were me, that's what I would be doing. So we project not only our own desires, we project our own potential onto another person and say that is what you are capable of and what you could become if only you just, you know, did X, Y, Z. So that's that's a big one. And that's something that I have certainly experienced in all of my past relationships, this denial of the individual as they are, who they are in that moment, ignoring a lot of that and then just seeing oh, well, if only this would change. And and you really do just set yourself up for disappointment and set yourself up for a lot of pain and, of course, conflict within the relationship. For the person on the receiving end, if, if you are someone who has had those expectations projected onto you, I'm sure that that's not a very nice feeling either. It makes you feel like this love that you have, this relationship is conditional. It makes you feel like you have to meet these expectations in order to be worthy of the relationship. And no one deserves to feel that way, to feel like who they are in any given moment is not acceptable or it's not enough, particularly in the space of a relationship. Second reason why people tend to do this and for sure why I've done this is trauma. I look at my very first serious relationship and it was with someone who had a lot of uh, anger issues. He had a really bad temper just like my dad. Now the difference between my relationship with my dad and my relationship with this person is I couldn't really do anything about my dad. But what I subconsciously thought I could do is I could now fix this person in front of me because he's the exact same as my dad. And if I can just rectify this, then it's it's almost like this subconscious effort to resolve the trauma that's within rather than being able to resolve that because I didn't have the skills and the ability to do that. You know, I was, I was like 16 at the time. Instead, I was dating someone who mirrored the same feelings, the same uh, sense of control that my dad had over me, who had really somewhat similar characteristics in some ways. And 
inside, I could see the potential of him. I was like, I know that he's not like this. You know, I know that if he just works through this thing and fixes this thing, then it'll be better. And that's because I was projecting the issues I had with my dad. I was projecting the unhealed wounds from my dad onto my partner and trying to fix him because subconsciously there's this idea that if I can fix him that maybe this will fix also my relationship with my dad. It might fix the stuff that's wrong with my dad which is a huge fallacy. It doesn't work, can confirm and again it is just waiting for a person to change to either become someone they're not or you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. So what's important and valuable there is seeing that, hey, we all come with our own wounds, our own baggage, trauma, whether that's something from childhood or from past relationships. We come with that and when that is unresolved within us, we take that forward into new relationships. Outside of romantic relationships, we can do this with friends. You know, if you've had friends, really close friends breach your trust, you might go into a new friendship expecting for the same thing to happen. You might start, you know, treating them a particular way and then noticing some similar behaviors and then trying to fix that person because you couldn't fix this other uh, this other friendship from the past. So this type of behavior is something that carries through more than just our romantic relationships, but we are here talking about dating people for their potential. So when we have this unresolved trauma, we feel like we can fix people. And whether we are consciously aware of the ability to do that or not is is a whole different thing. But, oh goodness, sorry. <laughs> but we try, you know, that that's the key thing is that that's what we try to do. The next reason why we date people for their potential is it allows us to feel like the hero and ultimately it distracts us from working on ourselves. And I understand that it feels good. I've been in this place. It feels good to be the hero of another person's story, to be a part of their journey. And what I ultimately believe is we need to be the hero of our own stories. And that takes work. It takes time. It can be a painful journey, unraveling the trauma that's within, unraveling and doing the work that's involved to get you to a place where you really do feel like your own hero. And so when you have some level of awareness, when you have this this sight, you know, within yourself, within people, seeing your own potential, seeing other people's potential, paired with some good intentions and perhaps procrastinating in some way, we then turn our focus onto someone else instead. The thing about this is it creates an imbalance of power in a relationship. What it does is it allows one partner to be seen as the fixer, the one with all of the potential, and it can create this dynamic of dependency and control. 
I have seen myself be that person in past relationships before. And the thing is, that imbalance isn't healthy. A healthy and real partnership relies on mutual respect, equality, mutual acceptance of each individual. And it allows both individuals to thrive as the person that they are in that moment and at any given moment. Both individuals are valued for their inherent worth, not for what they could be. For me, acknowledging and realizing that, that I've been a fixer in all my relationships or tried to be the fixer, whether or not I was actually effective in it is a whole different thing. But trying to be a fixer and trying to help, you know, solve all of my partner's issues, I realized was, first of all, such a toxic and unhealthy thing, ultimately. And what I realized is it really allowed me an excuse and a way out of doing my own work, of turning my attention and focusing on myself and working through my shit. Instead, I was just focused on theirs. And you can dress it up and wrap it up in, you know, good intentions and positivity and optimism and hopefulness. But ultimately, the root of all of that comes from a place of not actually accepting an individual as they are. It's just dreaming up and dating an imaginary person who's not there. And that is what I was doing. Finally, to wrap it up on a more positive note, I do believe that sometimes we date people when we see their potential somewhat as a source of inspiration and growth. It's amazing being around people who are on their personal growth journey, right? When you see anyone who is on this path and they're really focused on themselves and working with their own potential according to their own goals and we believe into that we we sorry we believe them and we buy into that it's motivating it's inspiring we are motivated to support them um in reaching their goals and their aspirations you know we want to be cheerleaders alongside these people and i think that that is a beautiful thing to be a part of we want to encourage and journey alongside people. And I know this to be true with a lot of my friends and in my current relationship. And so that really isn't always about perceived potential, but really wanting to just be a part um, of someone's journey. So I, I totally understand that. I think the crucial thing here when in a relationship, and this doesn't This doesn't even necessarily mean that, you know, if at one point you were doing this, then you can't stop it. Or if one point you weren't doing that, that you might not be doing it now. You know, as humans, we're dynamic people. We change, we grow. And so I think what's important is checking in um, with yourself if you're single and noticing, do you try and date people for potential that you see in them? Or if you're in a relationship, Are there moments where you start projecting that potential into your partner? At any given moment, can you check in and say, my partner stays this way as they are 
forever? Am I able to really accept that, accept them as they are? Do I, from moment to moment, accept my partner as they are? And we can be truly invested in their growth, meaning wanting to be there to support their growth. Or are we trying to mold them into an ideal version of what we see they could be? Because those are two very different things. And that's the big difference ultimately between dating a person for their potential, setting that expectation upon them and waiting for them to get there or really ultimately being able to accept them as they are. And so this balance, I believe, is about acceptance and aspiration. You know, it's it's about recognising an individual's journey and being able to honour the reality of who they are right now, today. And so what is wonderful that comes out when when you're able to navigate and find this balance, when you're able to see and support their potential, especially with what they want for themselves, the growth that they want for themselves, and you're able to focus on yourself, your own growth journey, and at the same time, two people accept each other as they are. There is this incredibly safe space to explore, to play, to get curious, to be dynamic as individuals, to grow and to change together. And that, for me, is such a wonderful place to be in in a relationship. And what that really allows is for two people, two individuals, in collaboration, in partnership with each other to feel accepted and ultimately unconditionally unconditionally loved and supported for who they are. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Let me know your thoughts. I love hearing feedback from you all. Uh, You can watch this podcast on YouTube. You can listen on Spotify or anywhere else you get your episodes new episodes every Thursday. Please rate and review the show if you enjoy it and I will see you next week. Bye.